0: Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is.
1: Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Oh, hello. Hi, everybody. Who's this? This is Patty. Oh, my gosh. I'm Valentina.
0: And this is Just the Worst Podcast. What? Welcome. Look at us
1: here. What are the odds?
0: And you know what? No. This is episode 20. Whoa! We have managed to pull this shit off for 20 episodes.
1: We can almost drink alcohol. (laughs) We should have a 21st birthday party. We should. That'd be amazing. Oh my God. We get destroyed. So much fun. We used to have to wear this disgusting garment that was called the party fox i'm sorry sorority when you turned 21 and it was a stole there was a party Fox. yeah it was a very obviously stuffed animal fox like not even pretending to be like a faux fur just a stuffed animal that was long that somebody had
0: turned into a coat
1: uh it's still a stole still a scar a stole okay sorry but yeah, so but the best part was that everybody would still get super dressed up and then put the party fox on and I was like, ho, ho ho, I'm gonna hack this system. So I wore track pants and a fleece jacket. <laughs> So I look really sexy in all my 21st birthday pictures, but I was like, ha I'm not going to show you nice dress, dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, someone, ju- I think it was my ex-boyfriend just sent me a picture that he had found of like a bunch of us lined up at the bar doing shots. I have this gross stuffed animal around <laughs> my neck, but I'm wearing it like a red Lanzan <laughs> polar fleece underneath it with like blue track pants. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. I think what did was you a good... do for your 21st birthday?
0: You don't want to know.
1: Did you die and wake up?
0: No, I oh. spent my 21st birthday in an adolescent psych unit. Oh! Speaking to the kids. I wasn't locked up. Oh. I was oh. talking to the kids. <sighs> Way to tease. I know. I know. Well, that's adolescent. I wouldn't have been an adolescent. I did so. my time. I would never went to a psych unit. That never I did go to a rehab, but it was not on a purpose? lockdown psych unit. Well, not really on purpose.
1: <laughs> Does anyone go on purpose? Sometimes
0: people do go on purpose. Mine was I mean, I agreed to go there, but Wait, it was no So you not were doing a nice
1: thing on your twenty. I was because back.
0: I didn't want to drink. And that's I nice. thought if I'm talking to other ki- talking to kids about not drinking and that's, that's nice. probably gonna keep me from drinking.
1: Uh, do you always gotta bring everything down with their niceness. I know. I've really gotta <laughs> stop being nice. Which
0: speaking of, um so, apparently, the neighbors in my building have created this huge uproar about the homeless people who live under the bridge. Right? I mean, it's, it's not even a block away. It's right around the corner from my really? building. And there was six guys that were living under there, and now there's like eight or ten because it's raining, mm-hmm. and they need a freaking place to sleep where they're not getting rained on. Sure. But they are a little messy. They've created somewhat yeah. of an encampment, and there's like a couch out there now, and they're really kind of getting carried away, and... The neighbors have rebelled and they're like, this is unacceptable. Right. Unacceptable. My favorite word. And they're messy and they smell. And I mean, it was just, I felt horrible. I was like, listen, we're here in our, like I had mentioned before, locked little building with the frigging doorman and the. Right. Security and these guys but are sleeping on the street.
1: You don't have to just drink a big gulp and then just throw. No, the cup true. Back yes, to you. they did
0: get a little carried away. Like we should have brought them a trash can, and said, "Hey, you guys, let's yeah. you know have some pride of of ownership under the bridge." Let's yeah, I remember
1: getting off Caltrain one day a couple years ago, and there was a homeless man that was kind of well dressed and was doing some kind of survey for some kind of documentary that was like. What can we as homeless people do to make us less like offensive and scary to the I, modern, the commuter.
0: modern yuppie? Yeah. And I was
1: like, I mean, I just think, I mean, I, I can't even begin to know like how you guys prioritize things, but I would just think like. I don't know. Don't look fucking
0: crazy. <laughs> don't be aggressive, I would say, is the one thing. But these people aren't aggressive. Right. They're just, at least, I mean, when I've like, gone by, they're don't fine. make a fucking mess. Right. That would be the one thing.
1: I mean, like, if you go camping, you're not just going to be like, here's my s'mores wrapper. And here's my yeah, steak wrapper. So that's here's true. Here's but then sticks. you have to assume
0: that people who end up homeless have behavioral issues. <laughs> but that's that a big assumptions make. It is, but there clearly is a reason they're homeless.
1: But no, I feel like they argue that it's not, that it could happen to anybody, that it it doesn't matter your mental state, that it's just maybe you just fell in hard times and you don't have friends and this, that, and the other. But don't
0: you think there's a reason that all of those things would coalesce into long-term homelessness? True. I mean, yes. that's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. not saying there's anything wrong with them. I'm just saying like there's some people who have other behavioral issues that doesn't result in them being homeless but results in a continuing problem of whatever yeah, 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 kind of, yeah. that's all i'm saying um and in fact because i was at the salvation army talking to them about the programs they do and how maybe my company could help mm-hmm. um they were talking about how many of their homeless folks and how many people who live in their shelter are senior citizens
1: and Aww, so they what? just
0: don't ha- there's no they can't get jobs they're past retirement age. They don't have enough income to live in the Bay Area. Are their families? They can't find a place to live. They either don't have any or their families have moved on. Oh, my God. On. I need
1: to have children immediately.
0: Well, you have to have children that like you, too, I guess, is yes. part of the that's problem. Always. But, I mean, I was just like, it's devastating yeah, that that's, really that's what's bad. happening to our senior citizens in this area. I, not, of course, not all of them. And right. then some of them, maybe their families just can't afford to take care of them. But, they... but
1: then it happens to any. So the
0: it's shelter surprising. they have, they can stay for two years and then they have to move out. That's, it's a, it's supposed to be like a
1: a pretty good amount
0: It's a really good amount of time unless you're 70. How are you going to get an income? There's nothing you can do to make more money than your social security check in the Bay Area at 70 years old. You know what I mean? Like, so the only thing they can do is try to like group them together and help them find a place to live. (sighs) But it's, yeah, it's like, it's a, and that's That's like they said it was either a third or two thirds of their population. Yeah. Anyway, it's crazy. Super sad. Um, But my neighbors have, have declared war on the homeless people living under the bridge. So apparently oh. they were going to be getting cleared out today. Um,
1: Where do they have to go? Well,
0: that's the thing. Is like, I guess they could go to a shelter, but there's very few shelter beds available. I feel like
1: you would go to a shelter if you could, no? Well, there's rules. Oh, yeah. You can't be drinking. You can't, you dry, can't be
0: smoking. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you know. And so if you're used would. to being able to do whatever you want, it would be a hard transition to make. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I guess they could or they'll just go. There's another bridge that's, like, another mile down the road that they yeah. can go. But it's pretty crowded under there already. Like, there's
1: it's insane. a it's lot insane of tents and stuff. talk this way. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. How many bridges are there available to live right? under? How and many there's, people I mean, live under your bridge? Seriously. Uh, like
1: 20, there's already, like, there's every
0: bridge anywhere near my house. And there's a lot. And they're not bridges. They're freeway overpasses, I should say.
1: Yeah, that's how, like, when I'm driving mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to actually go into the city. But I'm amazed at the amount of camping and then detritus that is apparently allowed to be there. Well, so
0: here's the thing. The other problem is there's no restroom facilities. So we go back to this. They have no ability to clean up themselves. They have no where to go to the bathroom. Sure. There is no facilities at all. There's no trash cans just sitting around like...
1: Right, but you, are you wiping you- with, like, bunions wrappers and then a Ruffles wrapper and then a napkin and then a Big Gulp and then a this? Like... For all the trash. I don't know. I mean, you would Earth. think
0: that they're not doing very much all day. They could probably clean up and find a trash can That's every day. All but I'm just saying, like, I don't know that they all have the requisite life Unless skills to like, do things fuck like, like you, that. You world, and they might be a little bit like that right? too. Like, like fuck you. I'm living pop, under a bridge. But it just you. occurred, like, just thinking about, like, yeah, where would they go? And I started thinking about the other, the other overpasses. I'm like, no, they're already full. <laughs> Like there's,
1: there's, and
0: like, because these guys, none of these guys have tents. They sometimes like, they make like little, like little, um, like when you're a kid and you make a fort, some of them do stuff like that. But like the other overpasses, there's serious like tents and, oh yeah. yeah. So I don't know that there's there's room for a super homeless person, which I guess is the person without a tent. They're double homeless. They don't even have a tent.
1: But yeah, anyway. just down the streets, it, you can have like sidewalks that are just like tent, 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 mm-hmm. tent, 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 yeah. tent. I'm like, how is are, are we just are the police just like either nice enough or whatever enough to ignore the fact that this? I is don't think thing? it's illegal. am I a dick for being like, well, why is that there? I don't, I don't know if it's like, like legal. some of the on ramps that I got on. I'm like, this is a dump, a yeah. literal dump of garbage. Yeah, and. Do any of us care? Like, what's going what's, on? What's What are you gonna do about it? Does it make it? me a dick if I think that most people maybe shouldn't be so garbage, trashy, <laughs> Freddy aroundy? I don't know. I just don't know what they would. I mean, I'm too afraid to think anything in this day. And age. <laughs> in this She's day and just age, just, is like, ah, just you're gonna... offending me. I'm staying in my lane. I don't even. Know. I'm triggered. So sorry. I'm triggered. Exactly. <laughs> The fact that you would even comment I'm a trash and I'm a homeless person means that you just, like, don't even understand what I mean. You're so homeless.
0: not woke. What is the opposite of being woke?
1: It's a good question. Being slept? Because <laughs> I'm for sure slept. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm overslept. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's so, yeah. So, yeah, I don't even know how I got on that conversation. I don't either. Except for... But here we are. There's a lot of homeless in the Bay Area. Oh, I saw this... Um post it was like a craigslist post in oregon somewhere and it was this room for rent why? but it was like a mattress it was why are you looking at that oh it's just somebody posted it because oh. it's so creepy oh, because
1: it's funny okay.
0: super no it's creepy so it's like a twin bed mattress right next to a sink and it's like clearly in somebody's utility room in their basement <laughs> and so there's all these water pipes right next to the bed nope. and a little table and chair with a lamp so they're like this room is for rent um, there's no door, but it's heavy blankets hanging over the entrance. Oh, that's fine. You, could, I think you share a bathroom or you might have your own bathroom, but you share the washer dryer. It's a man who owns a house. He wants a woman to rent the room and it's like 400 bucks a month or something, but it's not even a room. No, it's like a utility closet oh type my of thing. God. But I mean, it was, it was whatever it is, what it is, but they were there. like, wow, those, those water pipes are way too close to the bed. Like this is obviously like a, you know, murder dungeon, yeah. et cetera. And I was like, still, in the Bay Area, that would go for at least a grand. <laughs> like,
1: oh, I'm pretty sure there's entire of websites God. devoted yeah. to what kind of garbage you can get away with. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I mean, dinner. people like Airbnb tents in their fucking backyards around here. It's, it's crazy.
1: crazy. Yeah. Don't anyway, anyone move here. Don't move here. You don't live here unless don't move you there. have
0: been hired by Google as a super
1: But then you're going to fuck rich up engineer. our medians anyway. It's already done. Huh.
0: They've already done it.
1: I mean, yeah. Anyway. I never thought I'd pay more than L.A., and we do. Yeah. That's the,
0: yeah. We moved to the one place that we would pay more rent, basically. I think
1: New York's actually cheaper.
0: They have more expensive real estate, but the rents aren't more expensive. So, like, you I'm could buy a more right, expensive right, right. penthouse, but, well, yeah, it's true. Here. Anyway, Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. Uh, uh, uh. It's been a crazy week for me. I had a mental breakdown this week, which was awesome.
1: Oh. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Serious.
1: On the coattails of last week's. Whoa. Mental breakdown? Whoa.
0: Uh oh. Dogs are having a mental breakdown.
1: They are. I'm so awesome that they fight about me. Aw,
0: oh, they do. Like, They're just both staring at her face.
1: Come here.
0: She's oh. going to give them away. No. But
1: they. <laughs> no, I am Turns out I'm not a good foster parent. No, you're a terrible. Because I've parent. gotten applications for both of them and I'm like, oh. Oh, really? Tell me about your life.
0: <laughs> I want references. I yeah. want pictures of your oh, house. Oh, you're going to walk them?
1: Oh, how often? Oh, where are you going to go? What are you going to do?
0: Yeah. What, what if... brand
1: of food do you feed them? And then one girl was like, oh, well, they can, they can sleep in the crate or they can sleep at the foot of the bed. And I was like, oh, what if they want to spoon with you? Because <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> they want to sleep right on your neck. Exactly. That's how these ass cats are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Apparently, I should not be in the foster business
0: house. No, you should. Because sure. I'm just going to wind up with a hot dog. She's going to have like four emotional support dogs. <laughs> ah, and this one's for sadness, and this <laughs> one's for anger. If only you could do that. <laughs> you should. You should have one dog for each personality. <laughs> Maybe you could do like a multiple personality thing. Sally likes this <laughs> dog,
1: he makes her nuts. He's the build.
0: only one that can calm her down. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> absurd. That'd be I'd so great. I want you to
0: try that. <laughs> I'm gonna. Thank you. Um yeah, so no, I had a mental breakdown this week. You and tell. was like, what?
1: Two tell? Yeah,
0: just, you know, at work in tears like I can't do this anymore. This is terrible. Um I just was really like really down for a long time and uh and it finally just all came like bleh. and you know, like I'm used to being good at my job and I feel like I'm not being very good and I'm not able to um really engage very well we talked about that right Mm -hmm. like me being interested in things (laughs) um so i ended up going to my doctor and i'm getting my meds switched and yeah which is great i'm super excited about that because it's like oh maybe something will help um but in the meantime, I'm like kind of like locking down because the next couple of weeks could be rocky. So I might be all over the map, which is super that, exciting. Because uh, the last time I took this medication, episodes. I literally was like wanting to climb under my desk at work and hide. Because I was, oh. seriously thought people were coming to get me.
1: Oh, Christ. So no. if you notice, we
0: start getting super paranoid. But my doctor said it should settle down after a few days. <laughs> If I get like and that,
1: when do you start?
0: I've already started. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it okay. takes a few days to like get into your system,
1: right? Right, right, right. Anyway, We're so okay.
0: Yeah, so that's fun. People, mental health is important. Mental health yeah. is
1: the best.
0: Well, yeah, if you have it, I'm working. Yeah, on if it. you
1: have it, thank your <laughs> lucky <laughs> sure. stars because some of us don't.
0: Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah,
1: I have it most your of the time. It's like one eightieth of what mine is. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just starting no well, yeah mine's yeah, well, half I think this. maybe a third
1: it's adorable
0: yeah, it's so cute you and your little tidy mental health problem
1: it's true <laughs> wait till you graduate uh, me- I'm not gonna see, oh I was gonna say I have the alcohol to cover it yeah you know I was sense.
0: told like it's on my prescription of this particular medicine and don't drink don't that. drink mm-hmm. you have to be okay with not drinking alcohol
1: yeah Yeah, I do have a friend whose girlfriend was on the same meds as I was. And after like a few days of like party drinking, she would get just really fucking low and like no one could figure out why. And then they were like, you're probably not supposed to be drinking on your medicine and you're still doing it. So it was it's kind of noticeable just only after like not just like, you know, a bottle of wine with dinner but Mm -hmm. like you know going to a wedding amount of drinking whatever
0: (laughs) i don't know what that amount of drinking
1: is which i'm the queen of overdoing it it's the at the rehearsal dinner it's the
0: tearing apart the photo booth level of drinking uh
1: no that's different (laughs) that's another level of drinking no but that's the
0: work party drinking (laughs) i had no idea there were so many levels So I only had one level. So (laughs) the
1: best part is that people don't even well, maybe they do behind my back, but no one's really been like, Oh God, don't let Valentina drink. They probably
0: think you're hilarious when you're drinking. Probably. Yeah.
1: And I also think it's because they don't know how old I am. (laughs) Well So they're like, Look at that funny gal.
0: You do look very age.
1: Yeah. Botox, my friend. Mm hmm. I gotta get it re upped.
0: I do too. And filler. Filler's my friend. The
1: thing that I found was amazing was that Botox super cheap, like you can get your fucking face done for like three hundred bucks.
0: It really depends. Um, yeah, they 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 dilute it.
1: Too. But I mean, like, don't you? I mean, I grew up feeling like anything that you could alter your face with would at least be like thousands of dollars. Oh. So then when I learned Botox, you know, it was like ten dollars a unit. I was like, holy, that's nothing. But what? people get a lot of units. But I did start when I was like 26. Did seven? you really? Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. I I've started always doing it, like, been super scared. Two years ago.
1: I think it's because I've ago. always been really annoyed that I'm not married yet. I don't think you can say that at 27. Oh, God. I was mad that I wasn't married at 24. I went to college in Texas. We had engagement parties while I was in college. Like, there was a formal... What
0: year did you go to school?
1: Like, what is there going was on? was a formal... So, you know... Well, you didn't. You were not in sorority, but anyone else that's in a sorority, you know, there's fucking songs and fucking rituals for everything. We literally had an engagement ritual. You all stood in a circle and you all sang this one fucking song and you pass this one fucking stupid candle around and it went around three times and then whoever was engaged blew the candle out
0: can i just say that i have a topic but i think the topic should be sororities (laughs) because (laughs) what the fuck dude who finds that fun i don't understand
1: but if you didn't live in it like it was normal
0: the whole time yeah
1: but if you I mean, it was normal. No, it's not normal. But when you're in it, 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 it's like being in fucking Waco. It's like living in an animal house. It's fucking not normal. It's a fake, weird movie of your life. It's Jamestown, but for (laughs) engagement. Stepford
0: wives, whatever.
1: You think that's normal. Like You find the guy you want to marry. He should marry you right then and there. I'm not
0: even talking about that. I'm talking about the sorority. (laughs)
1: life. I, That's
0: fucking weird dude. And I mean, dude. I went in singing college, songs standing in circles,
1: passing around a candle. Like, what the fuck? The best part is that I was so <sighs> like anti all of the ceremony and all of the fucking rituals and garbage and everything, mm-hmm. but I can still remember almost every Why were you song in one
0: head? just for the parties?
1: Yeah, it was really fun. It really. And I think Maybe being an only child, especially. Oh,
0: I could see helps, that. Yeah. Like
1: you go in and when you pledge, it's you and your 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 pledge class. And for I mean, we're a small school. So for us, it was like 16 people. Um, and you and during hazing, you're pledging excuse me. Uh, We don't haze. You get up at six and you run with everybody and if you don't like you get in trouble and then you have like study hours and you have to sit in a room with everybody and you have to either study like your sorority details or whatever you're doing for school. I'm
0: sorry wait you have to study your sorority details? Yeah
1: like you have to know like who the first president was and what the songs were for like each class and oh it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Patty's banging our head against the wall in case you're not getting the i was gonna say optics oh my
0: god auditory no you know people oh yeah you Wait. told me earlier that i was an enigma
1: whoa bro i
0: think that you're the enigma <gasps> oh my
1: god uh one of my favorite things though about being in a sorority uh, was that each class, so each pledge class is a, each year that your group is, like, inducted into this group. So
0: Indoctrinated.
1: Basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to make a song, and it's usually based on the melody of an existing song, and you transpose your own lyrics on top of it based on your pledging and your sorority experience. So as you go through your pledging process, you s- try to glean clues from all the songs that you're listening to. So if it's like, uh, then we swung into the river naked, that was fun, da-da-da. Like like we had a jack and diet, like little diddy, the pledge gamma. And then it was like this whole fucking song about pledge in Gamma Chi. So, but then you would try, or at least I think the smarter ones of us would try to glean from that. Like, okay, so they said they jumped naked from a rope. We haven't been around a rope yet, but when we go to this one house at this river lodge in South Texas, there's a rope swing. So I bet that's where we do that. So you would try to figure out, like, and then you had to, like, climb this wall and you would try, like you would just try to figure out clues. So I, and I would like to think that I was the first fucking person that did this. Although I don't know how I get credit for it, I decided to put fucking fake shit in our song. Mm. So we had a we our song was um, Madonna's "Express Yourself." I want to say. So we had a line that was like. Walking naked from the airport to campus. (laughs) (laughs) And so apparently like pledges lost their minds like in the years after us Uh because their fucking like team, their pledge leaders or whatever, the older classes would take them to the airport so they could hear the planes and then be like okay, take off your clothes. And the girls were just like (laughs) losing their shit. And Mm -hmm. I was like That's me. (laughs) And I was so like evilly proud that that was like something. That's your legacy. Yeah. And I don't think I get proper credit for it. Mm. But yeah, you definitely. But I mean, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like I remember I was dating a guy and he was a football player, but he didn't pledge anything at the time that I was pledging. And we went to this one mixer, this pledging event where you had to like see who could make out the longest with a guy and I was like I don't feel comfortable doing this like I have a boyfriend and he's not here and I don't want to make out with anybody else and nobody gave me a hard time about it I was like okay come stand over here with us like it wasn't I mean that's shit and I mean I drank a shit ton like there was like the late night stuff that was supposed to be secret that they'd pick you up at 11 and you had to drink like liters of beer and just it was insane. But any time that I was like, I don't want to do this, people would be like, okay. Like, it's so weird to me that, I mean, maybe I just. What if look. you just
0: said, you know what? I don't want to be in a sorority.
1: You could do that. I know. I'm
0: just kidding. Like, none of that sounds fun to me. But
1: what's, <laughs> am- what's so horrible is that, so you're if you're in a sorority or a fraternity, you're Greek. And if you're not, you're not. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know how to necessarily term a non-Greek person. So, like, if you're saying, like, oh my god, have you met, like, Mike's new girlfriend, like n- Jennifer Smith, and be like, is she is she Greek? Is she nothing? Like, what's going on? Oh, no. No, no. She's nothing. <laughs> and, <it> was, <laughs> and I think back on that, I'm like, that's awful. Like, you were either beta, gamma. Th- like, you were either this, or you were nothing. But we just didn't, like, have a better term i'm sure that's what it was all about i mean come on i would have come up with something nicer like she's
0: oh yeah you would have what come up with you something said? nicer like
1: she's plain <laughs> or she's she's opt- she's smart she she's independent out. no she's unique we all
0: were. Uh-huh.
1: oh my god i have friends of my sorority that work in they're I have one that's a principal of a school, which I'm still amazed at. <laughs> what is that mean? Like, I've literally seen you make out with a girl naked in front of me in your present. That's amazing, but uh yeah, no, I feel like we have attorneys. We have.
0: No, I just meant she's smart in that she didn't join a sorority. Not that she's smart gets good grades.
1: But I don't <laughs> think that's what it's about. <laughs> I don't. I, I loved just, it. I, like I, loved I know having the family and the weird right. rituals i really did appreciate it yeah and i think it but i think it comes from a place that i was it was a big hole that i was actually yeah. really trying to because
0: to me it's like everything inside me is pushing that away like oh, get away from me yeah. all you weird women I leave love me you, alone you'd
1: probably be a nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was a nothing you when know I was patty in
1: she no she's not there. i was a
0: nothing in high school i was a nothing but in you college. could also be
1: like oh she's a theater person oh okay or, oh she's mm. in band I was that yeah. girl that
0: yeah no not I was independent I was an independent
1: <laughs> I don't need no man
0: <laughs> I don't yeah but I went to a commuter school so I didn't yeah, live yeah. on campus and I yeah anyway the Greek system scared it was me. fun for me
1: but yeah if anyone in college is listening or on their way to college is listening shorties are really fun but also, don't be afraid to say that you're not comfortable with something because that's how everybody gets into trouble. And you'd be amazed at how much you can say you don't want to do, and people are okay with that.
0: Yeah. Well, I that's good advice.
1: We're all terrified. Like, if I say no, I'm not going to be cool. But you'd be amazed how many people are like, that's right. And you might
0: actually give people permission, other people permission to do it too. If you, you know, yeah. they're on the fence.
1: Any hoodle. <sighs> or that just don't go to college. Nothing to do with Get we're a talking. job at Macy's right <laughs> out of high school. Do a gap year. That's what I say. Go somewhere else oh, in the experience.
0: World. Oh Jesus! That whole gap year thing just seems like so pretentious. I'm taking a gap year. I'm gonna I ra- think
1: it's magical. Oh, it's.
0: I think they Who should
1: put seventeen-year-olds in charge of deciding their fucking rest of their lives. Oh, they're
0: no better at eighteen. It's a
1: terrible idea. <laughs>
0: I didn't know what to do with my life. I still don't know what to do with my life. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's probably no better now. I'm but... sorry.
0: I was explaining to somebody who is who works with me. She doesn't work with me anymore, but it was, um, <laughs> no she fault was she wrong. was <laughs> no, it wasn't. But she was like always like looking for the next thing to do. Like, okay, I've accomplished me. this task. Yeah. I know how to do it now. Now what do I do? And it's like so that's work. It's like you just do the same task over and over again. For There's no graduating. <laughs> There's no end of the semester. I get that's to take true. a different class now. It's just basically you do this thing for yeah. years.
1: It's insane. <laughs>
0: and she couldn't accept it. And I'm like, yeah, i I no, get it. I get my... it. But that's being an adult is just there's no more end there's of the semester no new thing coming. It's just this.
1: Oh, I've always been like that. Like every time I have to list like every address I've lived at, oh. it's like 13 and 14 years or something. Oh. And then when I look at my jobs. It's all just like, I'm going to graduate now. It's like <laughs> one, two years max. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, bye. Get some done here now. Yeah. like Done all I can do no here. But no one's ever been like, you're being a little too flippant and bopping around.
0: Well, about. I think here too in the Bay Area, that's pretty common for people to flip around. And yeah, sure I've orders. had
1: numerous people like from my previous firm be like, I graduated. Yeah. Like two to three years is totally normal to yeah. stay there and then bounce. I've never been
0: at my job almost seven years.
1: That's
0: the longest job I've ever kept.
1: I've. Yeah, anytime I meet people, they're like, oh, I was at semantic for 12 years. I'm like, I'm sorry. How? Have I even been breathing the same way for 12 years? I'm not sure. Yeah. How do you do that? That's insane to me. It is. Which is why I'm not an adult. So, bless all of you that are do that.
0: Are trying to be, pretending, good ah. at pretending.
1: Yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. neck scarf was like a vp for 10 years like when we graduated and i was like how is this even possible (laughs) you're 23 yeah i was like what this is amazing (laughs) but whatever that's good shit
0: um yeah so i kind of feel like our topic was uh sororities but the the jury's out about whether they're horrible or whether they're great
1: but it's still about chicks man
0: it is about Chicks and wearing fancy dresses, actually.
1: That's, that's not about, fleece. Yeah, that's about twenty percent of yeah base, I would say.
0: So I was going to talk about a little ritual that has come to be popular in some of the Christian <gasps> uh, churches, called the purity ball. Ooh, ooh, good sound effects. Yeah. Um, I and like I don't it. know, like, I, I got, went into this thinking, like, this is the most disturbing, like, makes me uncomfortable and makes my skin crawl situation ever. And, like, when you look at pictures of it, it they literally look like wedding pictures. Mm-hmm. But it's a dad and, and his daughter or daughters. Um,
1: yes. And as I had stated before, I only think of it as purity rings. And not balls, so every time you said purity mm-hmm. balls, I got very confused.
0: Well, sometimes the girls do get purity rings at these um events. They do. Sometimes. I feel like that's. But you know what so the bigger odd. thing is to get?
1: I know. It's either do I want to know?
0: A charm bracelet or a necklace mm-hmm. that has a lock on it, and the dad keeps the key. Okay. That's only to be given to her husband on their wedding day. So it's like a
1: mild jump. From a chastity belt.
0: Sort of. Except for there's actually no way of modifying the behavior. Like, right? So you're, it's it's and- chastity belt. It's like, all right, you're stuck. You're doing this. Right. With this, it's like, we're just holding you to your word. And if you want to be a pure, good person, then you're going to stick all to your word. All
1: I know about those kind of gals from <laughs> growing up is that they literally would just be like, put it in my butt. did you not how up with those is girls? That? No. they were like i don't want to lose my virginity but i don't want to lose you as a boyfriend so just put it on my life. how is that better i don't how is
0: that less no
1: but like, i like less can, of a problem i can name so many cases that i remember hearing about
0: and they were cool with that
1: and i was like what
0: because that seems like a weirder way to lose your virginity was- than losing your virginity because to me, Cause it's the not, same thing. No, They are. They don't think they're losing That's their virginity. Stupid.
1: Nope, nope, nope.
0: This is, okay, everybody right here, this is what abstinence education results in.
1: Because you can't get pregnant. From and doing this is for Jenna. I don't
0: know if Jenna listens to this, but. Who? Yeah, this girl, Jenna, who's obsessed with the word butt sex. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just throwing it out there. Please don't start putting it all over our group page. That I will not be accepted. Not. I don't want to see we won't. We that. will not know.
1: But I do want you to weigh in. Didn't you know those fucking religious girls growing up? that were like, we just put it on my butt. I, I don't know. Either explored, that they just weren't but,
0: like. Maybe oh, it's a Texas thing. About. But see, by the time I was old enough for anybody to be having sex, <laughs> I was not hanging out with the religious kids. So I don't know. I mean, just everybody's just forward. like, whatever. What the fuck? You know? Yeah. So I don't think yeah. that was an issue. No. Yeah. In fact, I would have been really surprised if any of my – I had one friend who was into that in high school. The bud? Yeah. She really mm-hmm. – yeah. And um, I don't think it was a popular opinion to hold in high school. Like, it was like, don't are you kidding? Like, you still. are a crazy, weird, slutty girl. Right. Um, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, you're super religious. Good job. Like, <laughs> that was not
1: no, the I opinion. Feel, I feel like now it's more of like a, wow, you really like that guy? kind of a thing or like wow good for you for being into that not that like you feel obligated to do it I hope
0: not I hope nobody ever feels obligated to do no, anything god no but yeah but I so I think feel
1: like I knew a lot of people growing up that were like man this one, this is a sweet workaround
0: it's so stupid <laughs> I, know. I mean parents talk to your kids about like fucking reality that's the dumbest thing about i mean because if you think about like the reason they that. want you to stay a virgin is to protect not only the physical part of you but also but protect the, the emotional just the emotional attachment that a lot of girls associate with sex or have in the past or you need
1: to cultivate that in a totally different way. You
0: do. And but intimacy and the and the ability to be hurt if it doesn't work out because when you're young, your relationships most That's likely are work. and you're probably going to get hurt worse yeah. if it's sexual, all that stuff. All the reasons that you would want your child to stay a virgin. It's not a virgin. Anal sex does not solve that. <laughs> Yeah, You know what I mean? It seems to me like that would make you more vulnerable and more open to disease and more open to like being jaded and being abused and like just st- all the things that, that, that you're now. trying to yeah. avoid. So, parents, explain to your children. <laughs> really?
1: Everyone, press pause. And, and go talk to, don't your don't kids talk to your children about anal. <laughs> and just explain to them that that <laughs> isn't fact. you've done anything on this podcast, <laughs> I want it to be that everyone talks about anal.
0: To their children. <laughs> not again, I want I to reiterate. I don't care how old they are. Not just... a, on our Facebook group page. Talk to your children, not us. Have
1: Thank you, you. Have you, I feel like you've had an experience a, with this yeah, happening? Yeah. You sound like And some this. of the people who listen
0: to this will get it. Um, but yeah, it's it's been an issue. Okay. Um, anyway, so the Purity Ball is supposed to be an event, mm-hmm. somewhat like a wedding, mm-hmm. that fathers and daughters Shh. pledge purity. To each so other? Baby. Kind of. So it's really the daughters who are pledging to their fathers that they'll stay pure. But at the same time, the fathers are pledging to stay pure as a father.
1: In what regard? And
0: like they won't cheat on the mom. And Ew. I'm hoping it's not anything to do with the children. Um, but they have fathers the fathers who attend a purity ball that? make a promise to protect their young daughter's purity of mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Um. And they they are supposed to be to help the parents the the dads and the daughters develop like a close and deeply affectionate relationship like and they
1: no. they also
0: say that the father should look in the girl's eyes and tell her how attractive she is no I mean just the whole thing creeps me out um and I don't know if that's weird like I would love to hear dads with daughters weigh in on what they think about this. Because to me the whole thing just rakes of pedophilia. <laughs> like it just seems I'm a weird.
1: And I definitely think that my dad thinks I'm way better at it, everything than I am. Be it looks, talent, job skills, anything. Mm-hmm. But it's I've never felt like weirded out by it. It's been in like a dumb dad way. Like yeah, why why didn't they make you CEO? I'm like oh dad. <laughs>
0: That's how dads are supposed to do it. I, and actually let you develop relationships with boys outside to learn about boundaries. And, and I
1: feel like my parents definitely take the side of whoever I'm dating before me. <laughs> where I'm Heck, like, we know oh, she's crazy. This, this guy's was... being super difficult. And I'm like, are you sure it's not you? And I'm like, hey, guys, fuck off. I know I'm difficult, but trust me when I tell you this guy is a dick. Well, and these I'm people like, no. think that if the
0: father's fill that role for girls as far as letting them know how valued and attractive and beautiful and smart they no, uh, are
1: by pretending no to marry them. Good. There's <laughs> um, no way That
0: that will good. prevent them from seeking love outside of the home.
1: Fuck off. Which is
0: really what you're supposed to do as a teenager is like experience love and experiment with things like that. But anyway. You gotta
1: go destroy yourself. You have oh, to no, be- you don't have to do that. No, I'm just saying, like, you get broken open oh, because yeah. you fall madly in love with somebody and it doesn't fucking work out. Well, turns
0: out, I think that still often happens. It uh, <laughs> The purity balls don't necessarily work the way they're Weird. supposed to. I know. But what they do is they get dressed up in ball gowns, generally white, generally look like wedding dresses. Wow. Um, there's a dinner, there's a speaker, there's ballroom dancing, and then there's vows. So it's very, like... Marriage-ish. Um, the girls' ages range from four years old what to college age.
1: How do you explain to a four-year-old what she's
0: doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why you would bother. But they said the majority of the girls are like just prepubescent. You're pre- worried about your four-year-old
1: slutting around. I think you have a bigger fish to fry.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So there's different pledges that people take, depending on what organization they're a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, The creator of this whole concept, his name is Randy Wilson. Uh, Majestic. Good old Randy. Majestic sounding. (laughs) Um, The father's pledge to shield and protect the daughters, to live a pure life as a man, husband, and father, and to be a man of integrity and responsibility, as he acts as a role model for his family. It's like crazy patriarchal also like think about how many of i can't think of how many of my friends grew up without dads like what the fuck? we figured it out we survived we we grew up to be strong Mm -hmm. women with Mm -hmm. jobs and lives and ability to have relationships without destroying ourselves Mm -hmm. anyway um, so the father's protecting role over the daughter's virginity is emphasized throughout the night so he's the white knight doing something i guess i don't know
1: um
0: but the pastor guy says that fathers our daughters are waiting for us they are desperately waiting for us in a culture that lures them into the murky waters of exploitation they need to be rescued by you their dad nope so one of the father's pledges reads i so-and-so's father choose before god to cover my daughter as her authority and protection in the area of purity I will be pure in my own life as a man, a husband, and father. I will be a man of integrity and accountability as I lead, guide, and pray over my daughter and my family as the high priest in my home. No. no. This covering will be used by God to influence generations to come. It just is weird. Like, who the fuck do you think you are, sir? No, that's weird. (laughs) And I don't know if my reaction to it is weird or if that's just fucking weird. No,
1: I don't. Nope.
0: So like I said before, the fathers will often give the daughters lockets that are locked with a key that they keep the key. um, And then they give the key to the husband on the wedding day. And that's basically, like you said, the key to the chastity belt.
1: Great idea.
0: (sighs) And then they do a father-daughter waltz.
1: I mean, bless all of your hearts that waited until marriage, but oh my God, I cannot imagine. I mean, I bet it's the most awkward
0: thing in the world no I'm just kidding
1: I mean but it must be the biggest fucking buildup to anything that's ever happened in your existence
0: so it's a huge disappointment
1: <gasps> first time think first time. Over... first time probably ever first time yes yes
0: <laughs> so if you're waiting for your wedding night for that unless you're with somebody incredibly skilled already which is against the whole which idea of this
1: right <laughs> oh god so you're both so... two
0: bumbling weirdos and you're like Why
1: did, wh- what's what happening did do it? i don't but know i guess then if it's just wildly disappointing to both of you you're like well i guess this is how it is
0: yeah <laughs> well, awesome <laughs> well, here we are
1: <laughs>
0: who knows maybe it's wonderful and magical and they immediately know what they're doing because the stars it's just nature come out of their eyes yeah yeah um uh, anyway, their their aim is to hold high the banner of purity in which the midst of a culture that destroys it. So they're super like fixated on virginity and women's virginity in particular. Um, there's not a whole ton of these. So cele- there are rituals for boys, but there's not anything like this.
1: That's fascinating.
0: Ooh, one of your motorcycle friends just rode by. <laughs>
1: Sorry, one of my gang friends just one, by I guess.
0: Uh, they want to encourage young women to commit to moral purity and to help them understand the beautiful and righteous life God offers them. That's so nice, and that the the, the responsibility of this is the is the fathers.
1: Why is girls' virginity such a bigger deal than guys' virginity? The
0: only reason I can think of, like as far as like philosophically, is because they can get pregnant. Yeah, and then you're stuck I with mean, the burden very, of that. Very,
1: very fucking evolutionarily speaking. That's what I mean. Like, yes,
0: there's some concept she, like you
1: need to know that she's carrying your seed and not anybody else's. Well, else and is. that that, and not only that, but that
0: else. she will be because you never know that. I mean, she could be doing anything. Doesn't matter if you're married to her or not. You're never sure unless you do a DNA test that it's your kid. Uh, but I'm speaking. Or it looks like, like in the you fucking
1: nature Neanderthal.
0: But conversely, it's important to the father because if she's going to have that kid, there needs to be somebody there to support them, right? Like, same thing evolutionarily. You don't want her – the burden is on her. She's going to be pregnant. The kid, the boy can run off if he wants to. But if you – so the purity would more be important for her because she's going to bear the brunt of the consequences if something like that happens, mm, right? Mean. Yep. It's But it's true. I mean – I'm, no, I'm not saying that boys would run being... off. I'm just saying that they have the option and girls really don't. They have to deal with it one way or another.
1: I remember, yeah. I remember being, like, wildly fascinated by, like, I had a girlfriend who, when she went to college, her parents were like, don't have sex, don't have sex. And then when her brother went to college, they put condoms Heated in his condoms. bag.
0: Yeah. Do that for girls, too, guys. Because, seriously, like, the shit's going to happen. Those boys are having sex with someone. Mm-hmm. And it's better if that someone actually knows how to protect themselves and take care of themselves and, you know, make good decisions. And I've yeah, given up I on feel the whole like idea. It's
1: so important tip for girls not to feel like they're being ridiculous if they're bringing out a condom. Right. I or feel if, yeah, like be now, embarrassed or always, slutty yeah, or anything. I was always like, oh my God, can you link put on a condom? Like, that was, <laughs> a new, you know what I mean? You yeah. just wanted to be like, I'm clean, it's fine. Yeah. You don't want to be the girl that's like, put this on. Yeah. I'm no fun. Um, or I've done this so many times, I happen to have a huge box of them right here.
0: But Good I mean size the, are you? But even if you <laughs> even if you are, like, who cares? That's your prerogative. The thing I, I think it's important for girls to know in boys too, is just that like I and I don't know, maybe culture has changed, but when I was a kid and for me, like there was Often an intimacy involved in it, and a in an emotional involvement that you don't necessarily expect to have happen. So if you're if you're doing it purely because you want to and it's going to be fun, great. If you're doing it because you think that's going to make them like you, oh, or yeah. if you think it's going to mean you're in a relationship,
1: no. or if you
0: think any of those kinds of things, <laughs> be prepared for that's not the right. Like that's the real conversation I think parents should have with their kids. Like. That's crazy. What are you doing it for? What's your motivation? What mm-hmm. are your expectations? Understand that this is the way life is and that not everybody's going to develop a, a physical or a emotional right. attraction because of this. Do it and if you. that's what you want, don't do it. Um, anyway, I mean, I think that's a more legitimate, honest conversation in this day and age. No And sure. have them be prepared. And if you want to do it, this is how you take care of yourself.
1: Right. Um, There's no shame in doing it. If you want to do it a million times, do it.
0: So it. this is kind of an old study, but so as of 2002, which is pretty old, one in eight teens or 12% pledged to be sexually abstinent until marriage. Um, some studies have found that taking virginity pledges does lead teens to delay sex and have fewer overall sex partners. They um, there, Dad? Well, this is old, but no, I guess they're self-reporting, hmm. but only 3% of Americans wait until marriage to have sex. So most of the pledge takers become pledge breakers, which leads to its own whole thing about guilt and shame and feeling terrible and broken and dirty and all that other stuff, which you really don't want your daughters to feel um, if they do things. So uh, out of wedlock pregnancy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so about 18% of the girls who have never taken virginity pledges become pregnant within six years after they began having sex. 30% of those who took a uh, pledge get pregnant within six years.
1: Because they probably don't know. Yeah, I feel well, like they're probably the least educated.
0: And like you said, they don't want to act like they want to act like. Oh, I don't know. No condoms. I don't have con. Why would I have condoms? I right, took a pledge. I'm never right. gonna do that.
1: Um, he must love me. He wants to have sex. But with they us. also said
0: that there's there's like a there's a thing uh, there's a break between when you abandon one idea and accept another one. So mm-hmm. like you might abandon the idea of virginity until marriage. But you're, there's a lag between that and your acceptance of a new idea of I'm going to take care of myself and use protection. So there's this gap mm, that I like, that. you know, so there's, it's just the way people operate. Uh, and and then there's also that a lot of um, abstinence only education teaches that, that uh, those measures are ineffective anyway, mm-hmm. so they don't bother.
1: God. Oh boy. God bless Yeah.
0: Us. So this is happening. So just, But and then so then like, I was reading this article that was from England that was looking at it. And because this is an American phenomenon, go figure. We're so fucking weird about sex. I know. Um, so weird. Terrible
1: and, about everything else.
0: And the whole thing centers around and it's and it's so interesting because we talk, you know, there's so much talk right now about um, like women being valued and women not taking shit anymore and time's up and me too. And, you know, all that stuff. And what this does as its very core, it says that a woman's value lies in her virginity. <laughs> at its very essence, that's what's most important is that you have this or that your sexuality you is the right. most important thing you have to give away. And uh, that's fucking bullshit. It honestly, really that's like in this day and age. Sorry. No, that doesn't fucking work anymore. Um, you I get it when there's for about
1: five minutes and then you don't want that virgin anymore. Oh, that's so sad. But don't you think like you I think have no you want a virgin <laughs> like isn't it fun <laughs> to have a virgin and be the first guy and then you're like okay nope. I never really thought about that like as an
0: important factor in anything
1: interesting yeah
0: but I didn't go to fucking crazy Catholic school either I mean I did but only till sixth grade and they just uh, my oh, version
1: everyone was having sex. my version there were of two Catholic. of us that graduated virgins it's me <laughs> me and another
0: graduated girl. high school mm-hmm. holy shit seriously yeah I don't think I graduated middle school <laughs> just kidding just kidding <laughs> i did that is so I, no i what no i wasn't i wasn't at all but um yeah
1: no it th- wasn't one of a those things that's like a hundred what no there was a group <laughs> so like no but like our group so clearly was, neither of us went to a purity ball no our group you came was close like 18 of us and i think two of us graduated
0: and you went to an all-girls boarding school right
1: no, it well it was boarding if you were international.
0: Oh, but you didn't board. No, no. no. Okay. You commuted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um but so that whole idea is kind of played out and it's very patriarchal and it's very man is the powerhouse whatever blah blah oh, yeah. blah. Um but it's it, so but it sets women up to feel like if they fall short of that standard, then they're they're not good enough, yeah. they're shameful, they're dirty, they're blah blah blah. And that at the end of the day is worse for girls than an honest conversation about sex and having it right so yes. um <laughs> this is so weird there's a, <laughs> night, a nightline episode, and uh at one of the events, the father tells his brace his daughter, who's got a mouthful of braces, you're married to the lord comma, and your father is your boyfriend,
1: oh no. <laughs> It's um, a little too edible. And as a part of
0: another Purity event they covered in that episode, somebody from the Las Vegas Police Department, who was a speaker at the event, told the girls that if they had premarital sex, they would end up rape victims, gang members, drug addicts, and prostitutes.
1: Oh, my. Uh,
0: that's a
1: little bold.
0: That's that's Yeah, that's extrapolating a lot out of being a sexually active person. Um but the idea of girls' chastity as a mobilizing force in culture and politics may feel like it's a throwback, but it's still something that people are doing. And this this is like a twenty year old movement, maybe twenty five years. So it's something that's like they're It's reactionary to the other things going on in society, like all the you know half naked girls dancing around in videos and stuff. I think they're trying to counteract that um, idea. But it has these ramifications that are longer term. Like then I started reading about Plan B and how. Americans didn't want to make that an over-the-counter drug because they thought it would make people more promiscuous, and they're whatever they're doing, they're trying to make people have less sex, right? Like, don't do that, especially young people. Um, and they felt like if they could buy it over the counter, that they would just automatically go bone everybody in sight, yeah, oh right? Because that's how people are. People are, are
1: so oh yeah.
0: No. Um. So, and they thought it would result in teen sex cults. Um, so, when the FDA finally did recommend that it become an over the counter uh, drug, the Secretary, the Health and Human Services Secretary, overturned the agency's decision. And President Obama, sorry, voiced his support for the overturning of the decision. And his reason was as the father of two young girls, mm-hmm. daughters, I think it's important for us to make sure we apply some common sense to various rules when it comes to over the counter medicine. So he basically pulled the on the father protector of the virginity card, um, in that instance, and
1: which I do think is an important role to have, but not everybody has that luxury that's my so only many argument.
0: kids don't have fathers in the home right so many kids are raped by their fathers in yeah. their home and, and like, end up pregnant fuck
1: you dad if you're not that on top of your shit that your daughter doesn't know that that's not her fault that's you you're a shitty dad yeah and there's dads that aren't there and there's dads that have never been there yeah and that shouldn't be the And there's terrible fault. things that happen that people right. should be
0: able to go and help, you know, do something to try to make themselves feel better or,
1: I mean. Right. You Ideally, know. in a perfect world, yeah. the dad would, the parents, both. It doesn't even have to just be the dad. The parents both would have, you know, intimated this child that sex should probably be... Kind of important. Important, right? Kind of important. I mean, and it's not to everybody, and that's it's not I feel like the biggest thing in the world for
0: me, like, because to me that always was like, and you know, I'm I'm older, whatever. I grew up in a different time, but I mean, I had friends who slept around all the time, and to me, it was like a more, it was a more important thing than that. Like, it was not just whoever, hap- like your friend, uh, yeah, who I just was... happened to be around. It just what I, that's not how I was. It always had some value to me, um, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I always feel like I was actually like. <clears throat> And I felt like I was super behind, and yet at the same time, I wasn't, like, in a big hurry to catch up. But I remember, like, sitting with, like, my more experienced, same age, like, girlfriends, high school, in the hot tub, and being like... What's a blowjob like? Like what's sex like? What's this like? What's that like? Yeah. And they weren't like dicks to me about it. Like telling you fucking noob. You don't even Right. I don't think that was never a thing. So I don't know what schools that up. I felt the
0: same way about like drug use, right? Like
1: people didn't like totally
0: rag on you for not doing something.
1: (laughs) It's like if you
0: want to, here, great. But if you don't whatever.
1: If you drank every day for 40 days, and then on one day you were like, no, then they'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But it was never like, oh, you're not going to drink, you loser.
0: Right. Yeah. No, never. That never happened to me. And I would
1: do a very, like, posh. You know, all girls school. Yeah. So I don't know where these. I mean, I guess Hollywood. Yeah,
0: but I also don't want to put my morals on somebody else. Like, if you just think it's a fun, good time and you don't get caught up in the emotionality of it, yeah, then
1: fine. That's fine. I feel like that's how like the girls that I was hanging out with, like, I had this very. And I mean, obviously we know I grew up with singing in the rain and twice. Twice. (laughs) Gene Kelly movies and this is very like fifties era weirdly And she's not
0: seventy guys. She's
1: I know you would think I would <laughs> she's 27 yeah my parents were but my parents were old for, like they celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary today woo-hoo! which is amazing go um, parents but they did mean it's just somehow and I'm not entirely sure how um like pass on to me I don't even know if they felt that so I can't even say that they passed on to me but somehow it was ingrained in me that like Sex should be this like super romantic. You really love this guy. You're really into him. Like it should be kind of a big deal. Yeah, thing. And that was fine. And no one gave me shit for that. And nor did I give shit to the girls that didn't feel that way. It's amazing. Like to sleep with five guys in senior year. I would just ask you what or five guys in one weekend. Whatever. Right. Like what's that about? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. But like neither of us had any like angst or hatred or yeah angryness towards each other but this
0: whole this whole thing this whole focus on that can does create that right it creates this weird weird and and probably more pity i would imagine for the pure girls (laughs) against everybody else um but it also creates this other thing about like and i think i mentioned it before about like now i'm dirty and soiled and now i'm no good right so because if you're really indoctrinated into that you are only good for this right and once you give that up yes you're you're Who are you now? yeah you've ruined yourself um and and they gave it Elizabeth smart as an example of that and that um mm. you know she's the kid that got kidnapped yeah. and was held for uh nine months but so she was kidnapped when she was 14 and she grew up in a, and I think she grew up in that purity is very important she was 14 that's pretty young you probably still have thoughts about yeah, that at that, that age right but she was raped and she was oh she did um receive abstinence only education so then she got raped and she, I guess this is in her book or in one of her interviews, and she said that now that she had been soiled, she was now dirty mm-hmm. and filthy, and she no longer had value or worth. Yeah. So, like, you go into something, and and that probably played, I'm extrapolating now, but probably played into her, her ability to be manipulated by her yep. kidnapper, like, nobody's going to want you anymore. Right. Right? Like. Why would it make a difference if somebody came to get you? You're not any good anymore. What value are you?
1: Based on my knowledge as a scientist from watching Intervention, it is any – the prevalence of any molestation or sexual abuse in your formative years absolutely produces a very sexually promiscuous teenager. I mean –
0: Generally speaking.
1: On at least. Because they
0: either have no boundaries. Right. Or or they're they're trying to get that back. Yeah.
1: apparently this is all i'm good for so fuck it i'm just gonna sleep with everybody like
0: they could go totally the other way though and become completely isolated right right? i mean like anything can happen but yeah
1: but bless them they're not the ones that are on intervention but 90 percent of them are the ones that were like i was molested by a family member at 11 and my mom didn't listen to me and now i'm a prostitute and i do this and that and the other
0: well they say like about child molesters right like not all Not all children who have been molested become child molesters, but every single child molester was molested. Like And it's probably the same way with that. Like not every person who was abused becomes promiscuous or a drug uh, addict. But every single drug addict or super promiscuous person has had some sort of event traumatically. Right. Like so it's probably something like that.
1: I see that. I for yeah. That supports my my scientific theory. Yeah, from I su- I support
0: your PhD in my PhD general in science,
1: basically. Yeah, <laughs> I almost sent you something about Which that is the other day. Awful, and it obviously is a really big issue that needs to be addressed. That I, I mean, I feel like sex needs to be more of a conversation,
0: right? But we're so worked up about it, and we're so weird.
1: It's so weird. I mean, we in
0: particular, about... these people are super weird.
1: Well, and especially when you think about. Obviously, and I mean it's you know decades long debate of like what we show on television versus Ugh. what other yeah. countries we're show, on so television. and they think we're so we're fucking so weird, fucking weird about sex. Yeah. But we'll show like your brain's getting blown up yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. But oh my god, yeah, no violence butts. and mayhem. No buts here,
0: but no nakedness. Right? For God's sake,
1: that will ruin you. Shut right. your eyes. And I, I mean, I don't know how that necessarily like equates to. Sexual assaults or sexual whatever, like country to country. Yeah. I don't know if it's better or worse or whatever, but I know that we do get a lot of flack for being so weirdly possessive about them.
0: Yeah. We're pretty weird. Well, we did come from a weird stock of colonialists very religiously weird. And whether or not you carry that with you, there was a base level of that just here in the country. I think that's very odd. But we're going to bust that wide open here on Just the Worst (laughs) Podcast. Go
1: bone, everybody.
0: (laughs) No, that's not what we meant.
1: No, do what you want. That's the message. Do what you want. Just Just take care of yourself. Love yourself. all the time. Do it. Don't do things you don't 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 want
0: want to do. Don't be coerced.
1: If anybody is going to like you less or more for something that you do like that, then they're not cool to begin with. They're
0: not for you.
1: No. (laughs) And then it's weird how many millions of years that takes in your upbringing to learn that if you do something that you think will impress somebody.
0: Imagine if your parents just told you that. Like over and over, like, hey, you know what? You're good enough to not have to do anything for people to like you. And if they don't like you, that's on them. But just Don't be yourself, be true yourself. And they're like,
1: what if everybody jumped up a cliff?
0: I'm telling you, my parents never had a goddamn conversation with me about anything. <laughs> Interesting. The more I look back on it, I'm like, my parents didn't teach me a goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, I feel like that's actually. Yeah. True. Like when I when I went that whole thing about like, oh, that he's the guy my mother warned me about. You know, your mother yeah. warned you about. It, it's like, my mom never warned me about anybody. She invited <laughs> everybody in <laughs> and gave them a fucking hamburger. Like she loved. Everyone and she only saw the good in people, and she invited the craziest looking motherfuckers into the house and yeah. fed them. That is and a bit like, my mom. Oh my God. She was, she's a lovely, she just cannot see the bad in people. Yeah. So she didn't think to warn us that there was bad people. Like it yeah. just didn't occur to her. It was not part of her worldview. And so, and God bless her. She's a lo- like yeah, just the kindest person in, in the way. world, but was, did not help prepare me for <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true
0: other than to be you know open and like really kind of let all kinds of different people into my life which is a
1: good thing it is so i got that
0: and she's super fun super cute and
1: you turned out pretty cool i
0: turned out okay some rough years but not very many
1: that's right. Yeah. So, anyway. Everybody has shitty ears.
0: That's a Purity Balls, guys. And I'd love to hear some fathers' perceptions on this because I was like, really, am I overreacting to this or is this really as weird yeah, as it Yeah. Because
1: obviously, I don't know what it's like to have a daughter. Right. Nor do I know what it's like to have a child. Yeah. But I know that there's a weird, weird, like, indescribable thing that happens between fathers and daughters. And well, not in a creepy way. Oh, uh, yeah. But just in, go, like, ah. a parental way. Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: I would hope. And it's so cute because they come in with this, like, Facebook group, and there's all these guys that have just had new babies. And Aww, it's the cutest what? fucking thing in the world because they're so excited. And all the other dads are like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. Congratulations. And it's just the cutest thing. And it makes me so happy to see dads being that happy to have their babies. Every friend I've ever it.
1: had that was a man whore, mm-hmm. I was like, please have a daughter. Please have a daughter. And so many of them have. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a message. It would be, and be so like, protective. "What's it like?" Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's mm-hmm. someone's daughter. How many mm-hmm. daughters did you find? Oh no, you fucking dick.
0: terrible. Oh know. Anyway,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's got it's an evil be- glint in her eye now. If you
1: get a message from me, don't open it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you've just recently had a daughter and you knew Valentina in college, just ignore her for a couple years. They all got what they yeah. deserve so far. There, anyway.
1: Anyway,
0: all right, guys. I think we have. Bent your ear long enough. Probably. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at just Pod. Become a part of a conversation. You can Ooh. find us on iTunes, Stitcher, blah, 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 blah. Rate, review, share. Overcast. Tell other people. Oh, be- oh, have Overcast. I played Overcast yet? You have told us about Overcast.
1: Okay, but I want to plug it again because we sound so much funnier if you play mm-hmm. us at like 1.4 speed. If you we make sound make like sounding- fucking quick, funny, amazing comedians. So... Everyone good overcast, but it's also really good, especially if you listen to uh, like all my morning podcasts, like the Daily and Up First. When I listen to Sword and Scale, when I listen to basically anything where they try to do like dramatic pauses or you can just skip just right through that musical breaks, it just speeds it up for you. You yeah. don't have to do anything; you just hit. I think it's like smart speed, mm-hmm. and it just cuts all the all cut the all the pauses bullshit. out. It's awesome. Yeah. So, so,
0: Overcast, everybody, try it. Yeah. Overcast. Become a Overcast, sponsor. Thank JJ, you. We're on there.
1: Yeah. Okay. So,
0: yeah, you can find us everywhere. Share, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Ba, 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 ba. Get us some more audience members. If you can, review us on iTunes. Apparently, that helps. I don't understand why, but every podcaster says that. Yeah. Um, really and do. if you can go to Kansas City, I'm going to be there. <laughs> and maybe Valentina. Um, and I mean, now February I'm into 17th, it. Big Rip Brewery. Yeah, Look we'll on our Facebook page. page? Yeah, come join us. It'll be a big party. Lots of podcasts are going to be there. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Breakers Podcast, Sofa King Podcast, Hysteria 51, Ectoplasm. And they all sound uh, cool. A couple more.
1: What? They all sound very oh, cool. Um, you being the listener mind. and I being the not listener.
0: Yeah. So yeah. anyway, join us. Uh, and until next time. Do it. Do it. Bye-bye. Bye.